Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the series where I count down the top 10 first issues debuting this week on New Comic Book Day. This is episode number 276 for Wednesday, July 7th, 2021. To see the free video version of the podcast, head on over to youtube.com slash vmcampos. Don't forget to give a like and subscribe there, and possibly click that join button. We've got a bunch of comic books to talk about, so let's get started. Alright, let's start off with a brand new Batman comic over here, Batman Secret Files The Signal. Are you into Duke Thomas, the Batman of the Daylight? We've got a brand new series. So this is a one-shot written by Tony Patrick, art by Christian Deuce. Uh, this is the regular Ken Lashley cover, very cool cover if we see here. Um, what do you think about a Batman of the Day with these yellow tones with black highlights and such? I love the, uh, the design of the costume. We've also got a variant cover over here. This is Cully Hammer. Which of these two do you like better? This one's a little bit more cartoony. Look at those edges uh, of on the uh, on on the art of the character compared to the little bit more realism in the other one. A little bit more of that cartoony realism. So brand new issue. It's a one shot. If you've been meaning to get into Duke Thomas Batman, the signal, um, this one's for you. Now, I pride myself in keeping up to date with comic books that are coming out, but I was shocked to see this comic fly under my radar, so I snap-ordered it. Hopefully I get my own copy of it. This is Scout Comics, Black Caravan Imprints, Tales Told in Techne Horror, number one of four. So, I always like recommending short series, one through four issues, one through six issues, whatever, because you get a complete story quickly together, something to enjoy. And I like getting horror comics, horror anthologies, and that's exactly what this is. This is written by Kiyar Tagan and arts by Christian Divari. Tales Told in Techne Horror is a biannual horror series that blends the best in horror subgenres, such as Body Shock and Grindhouse. Each issue contains five short stories from the dark minds that brought you Provenance of Madness, includes a mini pinup gallery of horrors. Look at this cover right here. This is the, the classic trope. This is what the dead space sort of trope um, the, pioneered in Aliens and so forth. But it's a horror up in space. And this logo is just kind of amazing. The techno horror aspect. It's in various colors here and then blood red here. Now this is season one. So this is a brand new series just debuting. And as I said, I didn't know about this myself until I started to put this week's video together. And I thought I was on top of... Uh, the world of comics, and uh, I guess I wasn't. So this is the one I'm recommending this week. I just ordered it. Can you judge a book by its cover? If so, this is a very amazing book. Black Masks, God Killer, Tomorrow's Ashes, number one. Look at this cover. This is a mind-bending, amazing, grotesque, eye-catching cover. Reminds me a bit of uh, David Mack. Uh, but a little bit more put together. No, this is by uh, the covers by Nen, it's written by Matteo Pizzolo and art by an interior art by Anna Wycheck. It's back from Matteo Pizzolo, who worked on Calexit, and Anna Wycheck. The comic that Zach Thompson said pushed me further than I've ever been pushed before returns to ratchet up the chaos and roar through the comic market. 
spitting punk rock fury, thundering into your eyeballs and running roughshod across your brains. With its often mind-bending, how many brains do you have? With its often mind-bending, sometimes horrifying, always clever, and devious tales of sci-fi magic, apocalyptic sex, and subversive mind bombs. Someone had a lot of fun writing that description, and this cover, again, looks amazing. And uh, there's no preview art here to check it out, but, but I've got this one on my list to pick up this week. This is a fascinating pick coming up right here. We've got Wrestling Plus Comic Books, which has been a long, fruitful combination in the history of comics. Here from Boom Studios, we have the WWE's The New Day, Power Positivity, number one of two, written by Narcisse and Walker. Um, interior art by Daniel Bayliss, and this is the Daniel Bayliss cover as well. This is a hilarious cover. Who are the New Day? Coffee, Xavier, Big E, six-time WWE Tag Team Champions. So it's basically their origin story told in comic book format. We can see here this is uh, the artist of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I think that's a perfect artist to have when you uh, talk about uh, wrestling comics, so great interior art, this sort of cartoony style. The caricatures of the real-life people, I think, work very well. So I appreciate this preview. We've also got this variant cover. This one is uh, by Raza, and Raza always paints uh, very realistic art. So look at those pancakes. I want some pancakes. This is an issue one of two coming near you. Here's a riddle for you. What's black and white and red all over? The answer, of course, is Red Sonia. We've got a brand new Red Sonia series here from Dynamite. Red Sonia, black, white, and red. This is the regular Lucio Perillo cover, which uh, is interesting because you're always used to seeing Perillo's art very realistic, very rendered in full color. Here we have the black and white version. So the gimmick here is that it's uh, various stories by various writers. Uh, and artist, and everything is in black and white, except for flashes of red, which of course will be Red Sonia's hair, and any blood that may be spilled. We've got a variety of variant covers, so the Perillo uh, cover, we've also got this Emanuela Lupacino cover, a little bit more of a cartoony style, reminds me a little bit of the Dodsons, Terry and Rachel Dodson style, a little bit in the face. Um, but here we have Lupacino's cover, then we've got Philip Tan's cover, I kind of like this one the best of all, even though Perillo's cover is cover art is always amazing, I kind of like this, the dynamic aspect of it with, it's not just black and white, there's shades of grey with, uh, it seems to be ink washes, so that's amazing. Now what do I always say? Always get the cosplay covers, so here's the cosplay variant cover of the comic, and they also did a black and white version which I don't like. One of the things about black and white, doing black and white well, black and white photography, is that you really need to lean on the contrast of black and white, as well as putting in maybe some grain and so forth. This is just going into Photoshop, reducing the saturation slider to zero, and we're done. No, to do a good black and white image based on a color image, you need to tweak Photoshop a little bit more than that, possibly add a red filter, increase the contrast and so forth, and really enjoy the black and white aspect of it. But I'm just nitpicking here. So it's a brand new Red Sonia series with a variety of creators, Kurt Busiek, Amanda Dybert, Mark Russell, Ben Dewey, Cat Staggs, Bob Q, brand new issue number one of a new Red Sonja series. You played the game, now read the comic. We've got Life is Strange, Coming Home number one. This is from Titan Comics, written by Emma Viacelli, 
art by A Variety, and this is the cover art of Ikuni Nakamura. So this is a great cover, very evocative. When I saw this in the catalog, I wanted to get it right away. I ended up getting a different variant cover, which I'll show you here in a moment, but this one is the Claudia Leonardi cover. What is going on with this reflection down here versus the characters? Then we've got this one. This is the one that I wanted to get, the Gretel Lusky cover. I just like the aesthetic on this a lot. Very cartoony style with these um, elements of the character and the map in the back. The one I ended up getting, because I actually am on a budget, believe it or not, uh, was this one, the other Gretel Lusky uh, cover. I just kind of like the aesthetic of this character more than the other character. This is the one I'm picking up. And we've also got this one by R Veronica Fish, um, who also worked on Witchblood, I believe. And um, just a lot of great covers. Again, if you played the game, here's the comic version of it. And reminding you that uh, there's a new game coming in fall 2021. So I grew up in the 80s and the 90s, and I was there when we got He-Man, Transformers, Thundercats, Silverhawks, the Monchichis, the Snorks, etc. I was there. And um, He-Man was one of the big cartoons of the day, and I had the toys and everything. There was that one where you could hit He-Man's chest and then he'd get battle damage. It was amazing. There was also that one character, Faker, that my mom would always pronounce wrong, and we'd always laugh because you can't say that, Mom. Um, we've got a brand new comic. This is the official prequel adaptation to the new Netflix Netflix series, helmed by Kevin Smith. Yes, that Kevin Smith. And so here we've got written by Kevin Smith and Bob and Rob David with Tim Sheridan, Mindy Lee, interior artist, and this is the Stefan Sejic cover. Very cool, very realistic. I like his stuff a lot. The one I'm picking up, however, is the much more mannered Mike Mignola variant cover. Look at this. This is this is Hellboy creator doing a very Hellboy-esque He-Man. This is way different than the muscular, super realistic He-Man. And I kind of like that, that you can take these classic characters, put them in a blender, mash them up with the right creators, and get some interesting stuff. So if you want to see the official prequel to the series, Dark Horse Comics has got you. This is one of four. Happy birthday to Skybound, the imprint of Image Comics, where we got The Walking Dead, Invincible, and etc. This is a brand new weekly series that we're getting with a variety of writers, Robert Kirkman, Tilly Walden, etc. A variety of interior artists like Tilly Walden, James Heron, etc. This is the Ryan Otley cover. Now, there's a brand new Walking Dead series, mini-series that's coming here in, in Skybound. Uh, now, what's it called again? Skybound X? Skybound 10? I'm going to call it Skybound X. It's a brand new series. It is it is leaning into way back on issue 50, where it was like the superhero version of The Walking Dead. So it might not be exactly what you think here. It's Rick Grimes 2000. So see what it is when you get it. There's a bunch of variant covers. This is the Ultra Mega variant cover. That sort of kaiju series that they published recently. There's this one here. And also another one. So a bunch of variant covers by Otley et al. James Heron, etc. Tilly Walden. And this is coming out weekly. Not sure for how many weeks. But this is to celebrate 10 years of Skybound Entertainment. 
Were you there in the 90s when Marvel released X-Men number one and sold millions of copies? Thanks to Jim Lee's art, I was there. And now you can experience the same sort of thing decades later with a brand new X-Men number one from Marvel Comics. This is written by Jerry Duggan with a variety of variant covers. This is the Pepe Larraz cover. Very cool action right here. Go get him, Laura. Then we've got the Nick Bradshaw cover. This one is also very cool. I like that it's sort of quadranted out into the various parts of the art. There's Rogue. Then we've got the uh, Juan Cabal Carmen Nunez Carreño cover. I always loved the design on that. It really, it really stood out to me when I saw that design. This is a the uh, Stormbreakers variant cover where it's showing uh, the art of up and coming artists. Marvel Girl looks amazing. This is the Joshua Casada cover. Very cool, very cool close up. This seems to be a connecting cover. I think I see Rogue's leg over there. This is the one I'm getting. This is the um, Jim Lee X-Men comic card variant. So back in the day, comic cards were hot. I was collecting them. They were amazing. There was also the X-Men series that was all drawn by Jim Lee. And it was all about the X-Men. And that's what the border looked like. So, so much nostalgia. We're not done yet. We still got about 32,000 variants to look at. Uh, here's the Larry Houston variant cover. Uh, everything's cool. Wolverine Jubilee. This one is the Rob Liefeld variant cover. Throw in Deadpool in there, why not? It's his 30th anniversary. Wolverine looks tough right there. This is the Iban Coelho Peach Momoko variant cover. This doesn't look like Peach Momoko's art. I think there's a little mistake here. It's the Iban Coelho cover because this one looks like Peach, Peach Momoko art, of course. Looks very cool. This is the anime art that she's doing at the moment. And lastly, the uh, Nacha Bustos Patrick Gleason RB Silva variant cover. Uh, Patrick Gleason usually has a different kind of style, but I don't know how it's going. Anyway, yeah, there's the connection of it because there's Rogue's leg connecting to that other art, plus someone's hand. Laura Kinney looks amazing. X23 Cyclops this is a very cool cover. So I already picked the one I'm looking for. There's too many to choose from. I picked the card variant cover interior art looks amazing as is on par for the current flagship titles over at marvel Ooh, that thing looks cool uh so yeah brand new x-men number one will it sell millions of copies like back in the 90s no but that's okay brand new x-men number one to enjoy before we get to number one, I've got an honorable mention for you. Stray Dogs number one, fourth printing. This series is amazing. I loved it. I got every single issue. Every single issue filled me with dread. This is a series that the blurb is combining All Dogs Go to Heaven with Silence of the Lambs. It is very beautiful, cartoony, Disney Don Bluthy style inside by artist Tony Fleeks, who worked on My Little Pony. Very good art with the story of stray dogs that are adopted by a possible serial killer. Now, the series just ended, and if you read the series, you saw the growing dread in the comic. I could not believe what I saw on issue four, and then how issue five ended, I'm... I'm shook. I can't believe it. Issue number one is being republished as a fourth printing, and they were doing a bunch of these horror homage covers. This is obviously an homage to the original John Carpenter The Thing 
cover. There's other ones like the Scream cover, Friday the 13th Part 1 cover, just a lot of amazing variant covers. And it looks like this week um, Image is publishing a bunch of reprints of the whole series because then we've got issue number two, third printing. What is this one right here? This is the Evil Dead Part 1 cover homage. This comic hits you like a freight train. Matthew Aguilar, comicbook.com. Love this cover. It's amazing. It's It feels exactly like uh, the Evil Dead um, movie poster. Then we've got this one over here. Do you recognize this one? This is uh, issue number three, third printing. The uh, recent um, indie horror movie, Midsommar, Midsummer, uh, which was a very trippy movie. Uh, let sleeping dogs lie. So this is perfect. And then uh, number four, third printing. This was a little bit more. Uh, if you if you know uh, horror movies, this is Psycho. This is the original Alfred Hitchcock, Anthony Perkins movie with that with that style. Uh, Janet Lee, right there. A new and altogether different comic book excitement with three exclamation points. Stray Dogs, issue number four. So there's a fifth. Uh, one that will be coming soon, third print. So we've, we're getting fourth prints and then third prints of all of these other ones. This is my honorable mention for this week because there's a, num a number one here, but this series already came out a little while ago. And um, this is amazing. Pick it up. Get it in the trades, get it in the visual issues, get these uh, horror homage covers. This is a great series. And my number one pick for this week comes from Ahoy Comics' Black's Myth number one. This is uh, written by Eric Paliki, art, interior art by Wendell Cavalcanti, and cover art by Liana Kangas. Meet Janie Strummer-Jones, just an ordinary werewolf private investigator, trying to make it in the mean streets of L.A. When the case of a lifetime falls into her lap, it's up to her and her charming gin assistant, Ben Sialat, to figure out how many silver bullets have been used and just where do silver bullets come from anyway. So we've got some very cool interior art preview here. I don't think the interiors are in black and white, but even if they were, that'd be cool. Uh, this is a mark of, of good draftsmanship in terms of if you're able to do your comic book in just black and white, uh, this shows that your color work will also be very strong. So we get a great sense of realistic anatomy, environments, interesting panel layout. It all seems to be in a very uh, mannered staccato style, very small panels, quick panels, and so forth. And uh, again, I don't know if this is in full color. If it if it is, I'm sure it looks great. And even in black and white, it looks really nice. So this is my number one pick for this week. Something off the beaten path, Werewolves and Gin from Ahoy Comics, Black's Myth, number one. And that was my top 10 list for this week. What did you think? What did you like? Where did I miss the mark? Tell me all about it in the comments. Did you watch the video version of the podcast? If you didn't, head on over to youtube.com slash vmcampos. And after you watch the video, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, ring the bell, battle the Minotaur, do all that good stuff. And if you really like my content, consider pressing the join button on YouTube to unlock perks and exclusive stuff. Or do the same on Patreon, patreon.com slash vmcampos. If you want to become part of the VMC crew, you've got to pledge. If you can't quite pledge at the moment, no worries. Simply enjoy my stuff and comment. I would really appreciate it. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.